Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's a hot one in Los Angeles. It is. And across the nation. How about a national weather weather report this week? Jesse, how are things in Des Moines? Hot. Balute, Minnesota. (laughs) Duluth. (laughs) Not a real place. Yeah. (laughs) That's that that Filipino (laughs) Filipino, uh, half-fertilized egg. (laughs) It's fully fertilized, my friend. Mm. It's just not quite – it hasn't quite popped out of the old egg. Corf, (laughs) Montana. Hot. When is hot? Um, One more. Puce, Delaware? Mild. Oh, well, there's mild in Puce. Oh man, I can't can't wait till I could just pack it up and move to Puce, <laughs> settle down, write a novel. God, if I had a dollar for everybody, every person who told me that, Jordan, yeah, I'd be the richest man in Puce. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see somebody made us a full short great jam- album great, cover? Great, uh, great jam band festival down there in Puce. <laughs> Did you see the full short am- album cover? I did. Made yes. Us? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say the guy's name was Brett. Does that sound right to you, Brett? Uh, I I did see it. I I forget the the gentleman's name. Uh, yes, it's in the style of like a nineties pen and pixel nineties hip hop album. Is that what? Is that yeah, is like that... a No Limit Records okay. specifically? I think we're sitting on thrones, Brett. Yeah. Thanks, Brett. We're we're on thrones. Uh, the Jordan Jesse Go is written in rhinestones. I, what I like about it is, you know, we're on a red carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a donk, a car, uh, behind us sure. with the license plate full short. And what I like about it is that it's just a picture. It, it's a picture that Zach Wolf took of us just as a regular publicity photo. Zach Wolf takes photographs with a casual contemporary vibe. And so we look a little bit like we're in... The pages of doesn't have that weird like uh, blown out look of like a vice, mm-hmm. but but maybe we're a dwell in... like maybe in dwell we could be we're sitting on chairs relaxing as if we were in the pages of dwell or magazine. what about hangout magazine sure <laughs> absolutely <laughs> casual hang <laughs> that's a great that's a great magazine meanwhile Main we're hang. on thrones yeah you know that's the game yeah. thrones specifically sure. Um, should we bring our guests into this? I think so. Uh, longtime friends of this program and MaximumFun.org, the authors of the hot new book, Earn Your MBA on the Toilet, Unleash Unlimited Power and Wealth from Your Bathroom, half of the sketch comedy group Casper Hauser, James Richmouth, and Rob Bedeker. Hello, James and Rob. Hey. Hello. Hey. Did you know about the hit status of your book? Have yeah, your publisher uh, told you yet? Yeah, uh, they were going to tell us uh, pretty soon. It's an international yeah. mega hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I um, that's I, when the New York Times bestseller list can't contain it. That's exactly right. Yeah, they, they make a new it, list. So yeah, I'll yeah. tell you where it was a hit. I took yeah. my wife's car to the car wash. It was soiled. I wanted to do something nice for her. She's pregnant. Was it a do-it-yourself? No, no. I, the whole thing, drive no, through. The, yeah, absolutely. The uh-huh. whole nine yards uh, where a man drives it through for you, uh-huh. mm. where it gets on a conveyor belt and goes through the flippy flaps. Yeah. And where you can uh, take a minute to peruse some greeting cards while you wait. Absolutely. Awesome. Although in my case, I took the opportunity to peruse the hit new book, Earn Your MBA on the Toilet, Unleash Unlimited Power and Wealth from Your it, Bathroom. Were they selling it there? 
They were not telling it there. No, <laughs> you never know. You, you could never be. know. It could be like guys. How are your How are your car wash numbers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our yeah. car wash Is ranking. It? Yeah. <laughs> It's number 28 in trivia. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're air freshener, uh, pine scented air freshener is number one. No, oh, yeah. I mean, there's two. no taking down that juggernaut. No. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, it's like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, it's going to be at the it's top a, of the like Coca-Cola. I, sure. was, I was reading your new book at, <laughs> at the car wash laughing like a real jerk, un- like trying not to, actively trying not to, because I'm surrounded by... This is in the middle of a weekday. Mm-hmm. So I'm surrounded by, you know, five foot tall, 35 year old Latina moms, you know, that, that are as, as wide as they are tall with, with three children. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're just, trying to, they're just trying to get through the and day. And you're trying to give off a cool, confident vibe to let them know you're DTF. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you, you weren't trying to get through the day yourself. No, I, I, I look. I, I'll stop at any time to you, enjoy a good laugh. You were like in Dwell Magazine. I didn't have any goals. <laughs> I didn't have any goals. I didn't have any laughing by yourself in Latin cultures is a is not done. Um, it yeah. is considered to be a, a real a taboo. I didn't realize you were also an ethnographer. Um, I knew that you were a psychiatrist, but I and 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 had the the medical. There's doctor. a lot you don't know about me. Mm. Yeah. Amateur. So is that why? I mean, is that why bullfights are so popular? Is just like a popular place to gather and laugh? That's right. That's exactly right. You get it out of your system. Le gusta reír solo. You like to laugh alone. A nurse once told me. Yes, and I uh, was just. James used to work in a car wash. That's right. That is right. That was my first uh, real job. What What kind of car wash was it? Just a you know car wash with all the normal books. You know, like like any car wash was probably a hundred thousand times. When you say what kind of car wash, the question is. Is automated, non-automated, drive-through, all manual, touchless. Bikini. What percentage touchless was Do not tell me what types of car washes there are. (laughs) I'm the only one here that worked at a car wash uh, for a Coke head uh, for for three years. And uh, no, no, no. It was was an automatic one. It was in Pittsburgh. Everyone gets their car washer because the salt. Like you, you, you have to do it. People assume you know what to do when you drive on the little rails, right? Does everybody know? No, there were fatalities every week. (laughs) (laughs) Were you guys liable for those? Yes. Yes, John and I were, yes. Um, There was only two places where you could get a job near Mm -hmm. that were walking distance from my house. The grocery store, which would have been a great normal teenage job, Mm -hmm. you know, as a box clerk. Yeah, sure. And the awful car wash. And we did the interview. I did the interview at the grocery store, and they asked that question, have you ever lied? Uh, and I said no and did not get the job. Wow. They use trickery. Well, yeah, to because, weed I, mean, out. I think you say yeah, and then they say what about? And you say, well, you know, I, 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 I did some bad things in Oregon. That's why we're living here now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the run. Exactly. You know, it's a youth home thing. And. It was to have somebody in the thigh with a screwdriver, you know. <laughs> uh, so we worked for – it was under minimum wage. It was it was like totally illegal and, and the boss pa- – Paid in cash like at the end of the week? Basically, okay. yeah. And and it was us and and criminals that were on release, like <laughs> older like criminals and, and, and my brother and I. Um, and I still remember that they had a vending machine with Dr. Pepper and, and those little like uh, peanut butter cracker things. And the sure. taste of those two – Takes me right back to prison every time I have. Um, <laughs> Whenever take, you eat them in tandem, as you often do, yeah, you can almost you can almost hear the sweaty yells of a cokehead. It was 
Brutal. My, my wife my wife had a job in Marin County when she I guess this was right after she finished college and was living with her parents in Marin County at a coffee stand that was run by a crazy meth dealer, like so crazy. But because Marin, if you can get the spot to put your coffee cart, it is a crazy big money cash business. And so he would just pay that her Teresa and uh, the other like two women that worked there. No, just wads of cash. Hmm. And at the end of the week, he would just pay them an extra three hundred dollars or something. Just just hand them a wad of five hundred (laughs) dollars. And a wad meaning sort of crumpled all together. Oh, absolutely. Just just a weird pile of money. (laughs) Then he'd just be like, "Take what you want." Yeah. I li- from, because I like he's that's... money laundering. <laughs> yes, his I like number that, uh... one interest is not. Yeah, sure. I like that. I like that. Maybe that that's a scenario for like a more low stakes Breaking Bad, <laughs> <laughs> like just the guy running it all through the coffee cart. <laughs> you know, things are pretty good. Well, I think money laundering operations sometimes accidentally go well. You're not thinking, well, this would be a good place. You don't really sure. care. Anytime you see a donut shop that has never had anyone in it. Boy, yeah. I wonder how donut shops stay in business. That's Me the great too. mystery. Everybody is wondering that. I was, I was walking. Only the Vietnamese have the secret. Sure. I was walking. Cambodians, uh, I think. Cambodians, yeah. excuse yeah. me. I was walking uh, uh, by one on the, on the way to a rehearsal, and I'm like, oh, I could, I could use a little cup of coffee to pep up for this rehearsal. I went into the donut shop, and it was like, you know, seven seven thirty in the evening, and asked for a cup of coffee, and got the weirdest look. Like, wh- why would you want that? And like, what do I do to <laughs> sure. give it to you? Uh, they went around and back, and just like clattered around for a little bit and then brought the like smallest cup of coffee oh, you've ever seen out and dear. I gave them like a dollar and just left. It was a very weird transaction. What do donuts go for a dollar these days? Or I think under a dollar. I think like 75 cents. Wow. Yeah. I mean unless you want like a Kreller or a I premium do. donut. I do. Oh, okay. Then yeah, you're That's dropping 95 cents. Okay. okay. Fritter? Uh, maple bar. Oh, no. Well, that goes into standard. All donuts. Here's something about donuts mm-hmm. that is of interest slash concern to me. Okay. Leave aside your donut places that put bacon on the donut. Sure. How is it possible that all other donuts, no matter who is selling them, are exactly the same? (laughs) Yeah. Is it like fortune cookies where in each region there's just one factory that makes them and then distributes them to restaurants? They seem to make them in-house. And yeah. you're right. I, I, like, there's no differences. There's no regional differences. There's no. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, if you, I'm sure if you live in the deep south, there's like a certain kind of jam donut that you can't get anywhere mm-hmm. else, etc. But basically, a donut as a donut is a donut, and there you could go to Winchell's. You could go to. I think there right? must be sort of kits. Like you want yeah. to open a donut store, you get this fryer, you get the batter. And it all comes from one. No, that's where you're all wrong. Mm. I think the frosting on the top is like paint for a house. There are great differences underneath that that you're not seeing. I think there's great natural variation in donuts that you guys are overlooking. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Is this based on lived experience? You're talking about a thing where every single one of them ever made is extremely unique. Nothing like any... This is the snowflake theory. Absolutely, and and they're 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 lovingly made by hand. 
we've all read Christopher. <laughs> Gosh, shit, I forgot the guy's name. Just peel. Screen. the guy who writes those books that everybody likes to talk about? Christopher. Christopher. Yeah. You, you remember Christopher's book, yeah, Donut Christopher slash Snowflake? Right. Yeah, exactly. Scrape off the frosting. Christopher Hitchens, he's the atheist guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's. Oh, well, anyway. I'll the God Theory Dawkins. Yeah, there you go. You've all read Malcolm Gladwell's book, <laughs> Snowflake slash Donut. Good. <laughs> think, of, think of if I had said that, like, right as I, I thought know, of it. I know. Well, that's, right now. That would have killed. Yeah. Uh, I think here. I think what it is is I think I think we were talking about the theory of when fast food goes from delicious treat to gross nightmare. Uh-huh. I think I th- I predict that if you were to go to a variety of donut places and get the donut right as it was coming out of the thing, you would be able to taste more deliciousness and variety. Mm-hmm. But I think as it's been sitting in that case, after it's been sitting there for a minute, they all turn into the same kind of sugar block. Mm. Right. Well, because of fried foods. I mean, that's sure. just the general rule of fried foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're all just uniformly shitty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're talking about the half-life of fast food when it starts to – like yeah. one single bag of French fries. Well, the fries. question – I mean, this, this came up when I was traveling out of the JetBlue terminal at the Los Angeles International Airport. The basically the only food choice there is a Burger King, and I ordered a Whopper, America's most beloved fast food burger, and I ate it, and it was the fucking most disgusting thing I've ever <laughs> eaten in my entire life. And I had to eat it because it was the only meal available. <laughs> and if I don't eat a meal, then I'll get a migraine. So I had to eat it. But it was. Have you thought about m- making your way out into the tarmac and catching some pigeons? I, sh- I considered it. I yeah. briefly considered it. I would have had to jury rig a sort of rotisserie barbecue. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We just cook it in the in the engines of the plane. A lot of people with medical conditions like that would have taken some advanced care to avoid that situation and maybe carry a Whopper around with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I do have a ro- Whopper bracelet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whopper. Yeah. And you could have a warmer. Now you could just have it. I mean, now they have a tube that would just go in and the Whopper would just be delivered into right. your stomach. But the problem is TSA. You have to bring it. You have to carry a doctor's note that says this is why this is a medical necessity. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> why was it Thank so horrible? It's a kind of a, it's a service Whopper. It was. Well, that's the thing. So I had not had a Whopper or really any uh, fast food burger other than uh, like an In-N-Out burger since I was a teenager. And so I wasn't 100% sure if it was because I was no longer a teenager and, and all fast food burgers are that gross. That's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. And it's the same with donuts. Remember those uh, bear claws? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, uh, you could eat a whole one of those and, yeah. and still walk around. And a big gulp. You know, like yeah, wash sure. it down the big gulp. And then after 14, it's... That that that's what happens. A, a donut is the one food I like. Donuts. I'll eat a crappy donut. I don't care. I think they taste great. But a donut is the one food that has a really direct. I mean, besides like caffeine, that has a direct physical effect on me. Like I start buzzing when I've eaten half a donut and g- feel kind of sick. Yeah. And angry. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? Are you? Are you? Are you basing this on experiences with donuts and pastries that came out of your girlfriend's boss's meth cart? Because it you know, sounds you like that's it, a little bit of an extreme reaction. Now that you mention it, yeah, that's a really good point. Well, Teresa, my beautiful wife, Teresa, a donut is her top 
preferred food. Mm. She would eat a donut for every meal given the opportunity. And, you know, she's not a crazy person. She doesn't eat a donut for every meal. But she fucking <laughs> That's loves being the definition of a crazy person. <laughs> well, you're a psychiatrist. It sounds like for her it's not a problem. Is that part of the int- – how, how many donuts? I want to know why she's not doing it. She That's doesn't in sound the like- DSM-5, isn't yeah. it? That's the D right. stands for donut. For donut addiction. Yeah. Speaking of which, the service animal reference, I have to get this off my chest. Sure. Yeah. I just saw a service animal at the Oakland airport. It was a dog. Uh, it was. I like it. I okay, like it. Okay. Okay. It was a pit bull that was mm. unneutered. Um, <laughs> and I am not joking. So <laughs> what is your disability that this dog helps you with? You mean the balls were... And by the way, I don't mean to say that I was, you know, staring at this animal's. Uh, but you were nuts. Yeah, you, you couldn't right. not. You couldn't right. not. Uh, they were it, presenting. It was just. At any rate, uh, so I was just fascinated about what service an unneutered pit bull in an airport. Well, Child maybe mauling. you know. I think there's like there's 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 the service animal, and then there's the comfort animal like someone who's had some trauma or is going through depression companion like, animal yeah i mean like maybe i know about this from my hero dogs calendar sure uh, uh testicles can be comforting just you know you roll them around like uh just like those uh, chinese Jordan relaxation like, spheres Jordan can't fall asleep unless he's getting teabagged <laughs> so now i was hung up on the pit bull part but yeah. you're saying that the balls are really the part that, well, yeah i mean the balls can be attached it to could be any dog whatever i mean the dog's okay. just the most obedient okay. thing right. I mean, you, did, could you get did point out it was unneutered that was one of the first things you said well i somehow associate that with death unneutered <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, but you're saying that, that the pit bull is just a vector. He's That's because carrying... you've lived in urban America. <laughs> okay, all right. You've had, right, okay. you've had a dog with madness in its eyes yeah. throw itself bodily against a chain exactly. link fence mm-hmm. and th- land on its balls. <laughs> Do you think the, the drug sniffing beagles sort of pass that guy <laughs> in the corridors? And what's the kind of interaction there? You know, pissed. Yeah. Pissed off. Yeah. Like you get to be here too. I did all the schooling to sniff the drugs. Yeah. And you just walk in here like, like <laughs> they were yeah, in TSA. Here you are jet setting around. If they had a pit bull testicle sniffing dog, I bet the alarms <laughs> went off pretty good down there in security. I don't um, think you would need to have a – there's not a lot of training to get the dog to be able to sniff other dogs' yeah, balls. Yeah, ours will do like, that. Ours will do that yeah. right off the bat. And uh, You don't even have to treat it? You, you have to give a treat? No, you know, there's not a lot of jobs for that kind of dog. Right. That's um, the problem. Yeah, because it's like – The main, the main job that. is dog. <laughs> That's right. They right. They work in a car wash. Yeah. <laughs> you could, I mean, you could, I don't know, try to sell it. Make your own. It's, that's a make your own sign kind of sale. You know, this dog will, you know, sniff out other dogs. Just, <laughs> we are seeking, recapitulating and slightly. Seeking dog bullocks? That's right. If yes, inquire within. <laughs> Get a police uniform and a special harness for your dog. Mm-hmm. Walk around town. And any time it smells another dog, say, does your dog have... <laughs> is your dog's butt filled with drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a question? Is it possible that having a dog that can detect other dogs with that, that have balls, you think that, <laughs> that could be a hobby 
like metal detectors. Oh, that's right. Isn't their vision kind of bad? <laughs> like the dog wouldn't be the best detector of other dogs' balls, right? It's just like, what are those? <laughs> I mean, we don't need much help with that. That's what I'm saying. Drug no, sniffing. No, no, clearly, clearly. It's a different thing. No, in fact, that's how they train them. They put a little packet of cocaine in a little prosthetic ball sack. <laughs> and then they, 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 you know. Positive reinforcement. Give it a donut and it says that's. Yeah. Um, click, 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 click. I on think the clicker. that's it. Click, 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 click. Sure, click, you click. have a little clicker. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. A little clicker. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hey, thanks this week to Adult Swim for sponsoring our program, a new season of Children's Hospital starring Rob Corddry and NTSF colon SD, colon SUV, colon, colon, starring our friend Paul Shear. start this Thursday, July 25th at midnight. Basically, these programs are just a cavalcade of your favorite Jordan Jesse Go guests, and they are both freaking hilarious, so I really hope that you will not miss them. Um, look, what do we got? We got Ken Marino, Megan Mullally, Rob Hubel, June Diane Raphael, uh, Lake Bell, Paul Shear, Rob Corddry, uh, Rob Corddry has probably once again disappointed us in his promise to name two characters Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson on Children's Hospital. But you know what? It's so funny. Who cares? Adult Swim, where it's at. New season, Children's Hospital and NTSF colon SD colon SUV colon colon. This Thursday, July 25th at midnight on your Thursday night comedy destination, Adult Swim. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. James Richmouth, Casper Hauser. Rob Bedecker, guy from the sky. (laughs) God? I didn't say God, but I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. I said guy. Could just be St. Peter. Yeah, that's what I call God because me and him are like bros. I'm like, hey, guy from the sky. Guy from the sky. That's got to be in a Christian rock song, doesn't it? Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Sure. Of course. <laughs> Guy in the sky, keep on turning. I could see that as like like a bunch of like newly sober, born again, like yeah. deadheads. Yeah. They start like a jammy Christian rock band called Guy sure. in the Sky. Guy in the Sky. That sounds really cool, man. It totally sounds cool. You know what? It's just cool. We got an acoustic guitar. We got some bongos. Mm-hmm. And anybody can get in on it. Sure. You, know, we're just, you got a rain stick? We're Come just, on. Yeah. You want to get high? The highest you can get is the Guy in the Sky. Sure. You got it. Yeah. You know what the fuck we're talking about. Right on. Well, they wouldn't say fuck. But they would fuck. They they would fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Are you kidding? Christian jam band groupies, Jesse? They would get down. They keep it tight. They keep it tight. Oh, the crevice those gentlemen are getting. Mm. All up in that. In the bus? In the van? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, hey, I can uh, introduce you to Jars of Clay. (laughs) (laughs) You want to meet Switchfoot? You want to meet Pat Robertson? <laughs> <laughs> the Pat Robertson. <laughs> oh, man. What's going on with you, Jordan? Uh, How you been doing? I'm doing oh, wait, hold on. Sure. Before we talk about that, yeah. let's address the elephant in the room. Our friend Dave Shumka got, is fine, sure. but got shot yeah. by a madman what? on the streets. Sure. 
That's terrifying. What? I know. Okay, so a month or so ago, this guy calls in with a momentous occasion. He's walking down the streets of Winnipeg or some shit in Canada, and he, someone tries to kidnap him in that, like, children's movie way where they, like, put a bag over your head and grab you and pull you into a van. <laughs> children's movie? Like, uh, <laughs> no, like a school, like a cautionary film. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Kidnap from yeah. which mountain? <laughs> yeah. Gun. I thought you were talking about, like, chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> Bed knobs and burlap sacks. <laughs> so, um, so we're... Uh, we're already on notice about Canada. Yeah. They have an unearned reputation for safety where grown, large, large grown adult men are being kidnapped on the streets for no apparent reason. And then our friend like Dave, partially drunk grown adults. To be fair. Yeah. Our friend Dave Shumka, uh, the co-host of Stop Podcasting Yourself from the MaximumFun.org network, one of the funniest guys mm-hmm. around – is leaving a comedy show headlined by our friend Graham Clark, the other co-host of uh, 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 Stop Podcasting Yourself. A man, a weird-looking man, runs out from an alley, looks at him, says, hello, how are you, points a gun in his face. Dave ducks, and the guy shoots at his face point blank. Wow. And and grazes the top of his head with a bullet. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, and uh, Dave ran away, and the sure. man ended up committing suicide. Uh, but I think mm. the take-home from this, I think Dave, you know, Dave wrote a post on his Tumblr that I thought was very eloquent, that the take-home from this was, you know, we need to pay attention to more attention to mental health in our communities. Um, the second dairy take home I would say is stay away from Canada yeah. well that was uh, wasn't that Michael Moore's uh, part of his thesis in the gun movie was that they got it figured out yeah and we we don't so I'm, sorry Mike yeah yeah. yeah I mean I think I mean I think it's just a. it seems like it's not necessarily a gun issue but it seems like it's just it's just people I think it's a moral issue up there Right, that you yeah. that people feel it's moral to shoot Dave Shumka. Sure, I mean, <laughs> I can, I can. I mean, I understand where that's coming from. I felt like shooting Dave Shumka many times. Mm-hmm. He's a controversial guy. He pushes a lot of hot button issues. Sure, and he ducked. He, he ducked. ducked. That's, that's amazing. amazing. He literally wow. dodged a bullet. He physically wow. dodged a bullet. When you have these situations, to be fair, you have to ask that if he hadn't ducked, perhaps it wouldn't even have grazed him. It would have missed completely. I just. So yeah. you're oh, just so saying he, he ducked it into might the have bullet. been yeah. pointing under his he, chin. He, he may have example. ducked into the path. That's okay. always a consideration. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess there's that there's that action movie trope of you think somebody's about to get double crossed. Mm-hmm. You think somebody's like, oh no, this this character's about to shoot the main guy, and they pull the trigger, and they were just shooting a guy who was near the main guy. Right. You think this could have been? Like, one it's kind of like waving at the party to the guy, sure. but with a gun. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. that Dave? James, I'm, correct okay. me if yes. I'm just following you down this little rabbit hole here. Mm-hmm. Are you suggesting that maybe Dave did this for the attention? I don't know Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, and without seeing him, talking to him in depth, I can't, I can't formally accuse him of that. That's a yes. I do. I mean, That's a yes. He is as – I mean, even for a Canadian, he's an attention seeker. Did anyone... He's showy even for a Canadian person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that Avril Lavigne set the precedent. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, she inspired a generation of Canadians to say, hey, look at me. Sure. There are only two things that graze, mm-hmm. cows and bullets. Right. Yeah. And it, did somebody see this wound? Uh, was it a true grazing? Yeah. What, what does graze mean? 
I will say, on Dave's head, there's no hair, but there is clover. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All so right. that is There are clues to work with. Actually, I'm very sorry to hear about that for him. That is horrible. A, it's absolutely. Co- I, in all sincerity, uh, uh, work. I'm. It's just such a blessing that uh, Dave is safe, and um, you know we're thinking <laughs> of you, friend. And you know Dave is the absolute greatest. And uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I. I've. I've never. I was thinking about this. You know. I've. I've never been shot mm-hmm. at. But um, the one time I was present for a shooting. It happened 75 feet behind me. Um, I never saw it. All I did was hear shots, uh, you know, go down to the ground and the next day see the blood stain on the on the stairs. Um, and it's, stu- you know, it stuck with me for it stuck with me vividly for months. And obviously, you know, it's still something I think about from time to time now. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, uh God bless you, Dave. We love you. Yeah, totally. And to not and to not and to not turn into a reactionary, angry mess. To to stay so nice and positive like he did. It's uh, inspirational. Yeah, that's very very scary. I'm very inspired by Dave, and um, you know, I'm thinking about putting together my own stunt like this. (laughs) Mm. Um, You should. Speaking of inspiration, I will help you. um, I mean, it's just like. you know, James, your brother John got attacked by a seal. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, exactly. that was great for John. That, that was, was hard. Best thing that was ever hard. To I, it took it. It took me eight hours to put that seal costume on because it was quite professional. Right. Sure. And um, and uh, but we did it, and he got on. But John. you got no piece of his reality show. That seal was, puncher. Seal puncher. He committed. I mean, no one has pressed charges on John, sure. and and I'm not saying that they should. But you're not allowed to approach a marine mammal, and mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. There was a lot of controversy about seals that. live young, yeah, mm-hmm. mate for life. They're mammals, and he you can't punched just go around it. punching. No, them. he intruded. And you know what? Just that because, seal. Just because you're swimming in the San Francisco Bay and one chomps onto you doesn't yeah. mean you can punch it. Well, we don't know if that was the order. Oh, you think it no may one have knows chomped it was onto him. Then he chomp, went punch, <laughs> or punch, yeah. chomp. Um, yeah, the seal was on the beach. It's hard to say. Uh, but but the, you know those seals, they go home. I, they don't podcast, right? That we know of, and say they're into ham it radio. Ha- it could happen to anyone. Yeah. Um, John has a per- he has a scar on both. Is it on both legs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like you couldn't ask for a better thing. For and John. the funny thing is, the scar spells out the word John. And then below that, punched me first. Punched me first. (laughs) Did the seal get a weird form of vanity dental work before it bit John? Mm -hmm. It's hard to know about these things. A grill of some kind? Yeah, it's tough to say. It's really tough to say. But when you're punching the shit out of a a cute marine, man, this was not a sea lion. You might as well punch Bambi. They're tiny. They're tiny. Sure. These are the kind of things on calendars. They're gorgeous (laughs) animals, especially when they're dry. Classic calendar Yeah. Yeah. When they're wet, they look kind (laughs) of gray. But when they're dry, they're quite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're quite, you know, puffed out and and cute. And this They're was real a, fluffer. This was a young mother, so he, mm, yeah, really. I think he broke its eye socket. And, no, he didn't. It, it did quite a bit of damage to him. And do you think that we gave enough information on the fact that John actually did get bitten by a seal while swimming in the San Francisco Bay? For I hope. That? I hope people figured well, that out. If yeah, they not, put the pieces together. If and not, it, right? that was all true. Go back and listen to that. Uh, 
to yeah. that flight oh, of fancy. Just Google Berkeley man bitten by seal and you'll get the video. It's on, on the yeah. local news. You don't necessarily want to look at the video. If you just type in Berkeley seal, it's the time that seal performed at UC exactly. Berkeley, yeah. which yeah. is also pretty it's riveting. It's great. Yeah. It's John, amazing. John, John also punched him and seal bit <laughs> that's him. Why that's why he, one of my, the, that's that's why he one got one married my, to Heidi Klum. That's right. <laughs> it's one of my top seal boots. Yeah. You know, when it comes to seal boot legs, Berkeley 97, Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, uh, sorry, maybe I'm just like kind of a soundophile. Right. But I mean, seal at Red Rocks. I'm right. sorry. The natural acoustics. Yeah. Sure. Kissed by a rose. Yeah. I don't know other seal songs. Those all sound great at Red Rocks. That's all you need to mention. Yeah. And his it, concerts are just two hour jams on Kissed by just, a Rose, right? It went on Is it and on and on. Is it possible that seal got both his name and his signature scar? In a seal attack? Possible. Mm, just Possible. Google, where's he from? I don't know. England? Just Google Beautiful sure. England, England man seal attack. <laughs> and, and it'll come up. Cause the England man seal attack, Batman Forever soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Isle of Man, right? Yeah. He, 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 so, um, <laughs> Isle of Man. So, attack. anyway, moral of the story is seal... Get well soon. We're thinking sure. about you and you're split with Heidi. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you've made some really beautiful mu- music. You've moved a lot of hearts and a lot of vaginal juices mm-hmm. and a lot of moms across this great country. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, Dave, buddy, I were, we're so sorry This so sorry that this horrible – I did not do that, that on was purpose. That the, was yeah, the traditional Canadian apology. So sorry that this uh, horrible thing happened to you and, and we're, all of us here at Maximum Fun are thinking of you, pal, and uh, you're the best. And um, yeah, if, you, if you're interested in uh, – if you're interested in, in making a contribution, doing something about this, Dave has suggested a charity for you to give to. Um, uh, that handles mental health issues in the Vancouver area. So you can go to Dave's Tumblr, which is Dave Shumka, S-H-U-M-K-A dot Tumblr dot com. And, um, uh, and there you will find the link to make a donation and, you know, make a difference. I know it's, you know, it's tough to feel like there's nothing you can do, but um, it was great of Dave to do that. So we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. This week's Jordan Jesse Go brought to you in part by our friends at Warby Parker, who think glasses shouldn't cost $7 billion. At Warby Parker, they start at $95, including your prescription. You just order some frames from their website or a couple of frames or whatever you want. You get them in the mail. You can try them on. If you don't like them, you can send it back. Get your money back. And for every pair that you buy, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. So go to warbyparker.com, order your prescription glasses, sunglasses, or reading glasses. Enter the code JJGO, and you'll receive your new glasses within one, two, three business days. Warbyparker.com. Enter the code JJ go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. James Richmouth, Casper Hauser. Rob Bedeker, Guy from the Sky. Yeah. That's a good one. That was an airplane. We came in on a plane. You guys are on tour with DC Talk now, right? That's right. I can't wait for that. 
Uh, Jordan, I, yes. I'm sorry. I, no, no. I realized after I asked what was going on with you that we should probably address the fact that our friend got shot in the head. Sure. <laughs> um, but uh, well, what's And I going... appreciate you ending the segment before we moved on to this. Yeah. Well, what's going on with you? Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a little creativity experiment. Mm-hmm. Maybe I thought I'd run it by you guys. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this week, uh, the week that we are taping this, uh, is the week that uh, uh, Saturday Night Live packets are due for people to be writers for Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. It's something I do from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, do. I never get it. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You'll know that because I've never been a writer for Saturday Night Live. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, I really, I've got, I've, I'm, uh, I've got the time to do it this year to do it right. I'm not doing it in my off time, so I like, I'm like, I kind of have a week to devote to this. And when you apply for sure. a television writing job, especially one like a, <laughs> like on a late night show mm-hmm. or on, you know, you might submit a spec script for a sitcom, yeah. but. For most of these shows, you submit a packet, which is like a group of jokes and yeah, uh, it's, it's, in this it's case a, probably sketches. Yeah, it's a little bit different every year. Each, I guess each head writer has a different uh, set of things that they're looking for. Uh, so, you know, sometimes it'll be do X amount of topical sketches or do X amount of commercial parodies or something, something, something. So I'm doing it this time and I thought uh, I, thought I would um, – uh, I would try and be totally sober for the whole thing. I would not. Mm-hmm. I would not have a drink. Uh, I would not have. Uh, I would not have a pot. I would just, you know, go to bed at a decent hour. Re- lead no a really coffee cart donuts. Yeah, no coffee cart donuts. Um, lead a just a really like regimented week. Um, and so I started doing this um, and felt felt pretty good. At the beginning, like felt pretty good about where it was going, uh, getting a lot of good work done. Uh, and then just kind of in my uh, in my off time, I started watching the Ken Burns documentary on Prohibition. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, which didn't connect to me in my mind that like, oh, I'm trying not to drink, but also I'm watching this thing that's exclusively about alcohol. <laughs> For some reason, it did not occur to me that this you is were a weird combo. That book about still making, also <laughs> right? Exactly. Sure, sure. Yeast. Uh-huh. I was also reading the Big Book of Yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then, so I don't know if you guys have seen this, but uh, you know, it's that usual Ken Burns style. They're panning around a photograph, or they get so it's you know, like there was some film back then. So there's a lot of like sped up. Footage of like mm-hmm. flappers. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, but I feel like I. I yeah, you I can, can hear yeah, the. I feel, piano. I feel like I, I don't yeah. want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but every time they like just need a bridge between images or a bridge between little bits of footage, they will just do the most beautifully composed slow mo shot of a beer being poured, mm. uh, <laughs> or like little ice cubes clinking into a glass, and then you know the most beautiful liquor you've ever seen coming out of a glass carafe uh yeah and it was real it was real torture i probably should have just stopped watching it but for some reason got kind of into it and insisted on watching all three episodes uh so yeah that was that was really uh it was really tough um but i kind of felt but i was feeling pretty good like i was feeling like i was uh you know i felt like that resistance kind of made me uh, made me a little bit stronger in my conviction. Plus, you had won your fight against the snakes. Sure, exactly. Uh, they left for some reason. They right. just left once yeah. I stopped. Uh, you were shaking a lot less. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I won my fight against night sweats. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so I was, so I was going pretty good, and uh, I, I had a, I had a lapse. Mm. Um, 
I was going to see Pacific seal. Rim with a buddy of mine. Oh, I thought you were going to say seal. seal at the Pacific Rim. Right, right, right. <laughs> you got to blaze up before you go to see Seal. He's amazing. You have man. not heard Kissed by a Rose. Yeah, Pacific Rim it. is the best place to see him. Too. It's so intimate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had this. I had this buddy. We were going to see Pacific Rim, and he is uh, his his. He lives with his fiance in this really kind of like posh apartment, and she is. Uh, She's away. Well, don't tell me I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. That's the plot of Pacific Rim. <laughs> okay. It's a robot lives with its fiance, <laughs> an alien, in a very nice apartment. Fiance it's like a live-work loft. Anna Faris. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, robot is played by Gerard Butler. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's a real cat at the beginning, but he softens yeah. up. Uh, and so I went over to his house, and he is just having this, like, this, like, return to bachelorhood. Like, their nice apartment is... A mess. Like I found him just like uh, lackadaisically bouncing a tennis ball against the wall and like their dog running after it while he tries to catch it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, part of his part of his return to bachelorhood is smoking a lot of pot out of an apple. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, God, I can't not do this. Uh, you know, so so I had a I had a lapse, guys. Mm. I didn't make it. Uh, well, how it, many days in did you get? Uh, I got. I got six days in. Do you think mm-hmm. any fruit would have led to a lapse? Any fruit bong? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've tried to berry bong before. Uh-huh. It's an unpleasant experience. Sure. It leads yeah. to a lot of singed eyebrows. Sure. What was your goal? Seven days? Uh, Mike, I think I think by the time I got the assignment, it was ten days. How many Taylor I had ten Swift, days to do this. How many Taylor Swift uh, sketches were you into your project? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I was, uh, I mean, I was just doing doing all the usuals. I mean, like, uh, Taylor Swift auditions for The View, I did. Uh, Taylor Swift uh, finds Edward Snowden, brings Kanye, him to justice. Kanye West hosts a talk show. <laughs> sure, exactly. Taylor Swift hosts a talk show. And ethnicity hosts a talk show. <laughs> sure. <laughs> In a weird way. Uh, so, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't quite make it. Uh, I felt pretty good going uh, leading up to it, I've been I've been kind of guilty about that bong apple hit since it happened. I feel like a weak like a weak man. Did you have kind of a long slow walk along the docks at sunrise? Yeah, I skipped some stones. Well, but I mean, yeah. the question is: so you were trying to see what this did to your creativity and your yeah. productivity? Uh-huh. Well. Uh, we made that bong out of an apple. <laughs> I that didn't even good. make it. It was good. Cool. Cool. You should yeah. definitely tell SNL that. I'm like, yeah. I should just. I should just. I should send the. I should send them the the sketches, and but then, then have a lot of homemade bongs also in the I package. Would say just they put, do all their submissions by mail. It's I very would, old fashioned. I would say an appendix mm-hmm. that just lists fruits you've made into bongs. Oh, just just yeah. tell them, hey, look, this is this is where I'm at. You know, with my drug use. And, <laughs> sure, you know, this is what sure. I did. And, I know you guys have a rich history of drug that's use. Right. It's part of the culture around there. Uh, yeah. I should, I should just like go into it as if all I know about Saturday Night Live is like stories from 70s Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that would get their attention if they opened the priority mail package and these yeah. old apples. <laughs> I mean, With, you're going to read that guy's package. Yeah. You're going to read that guy's package. Or how about this? They open the priority mail package and you ride out on a fucking motorcycle. Yeah, doing uh, blow like Dan Aykroyd. Because marijuana makes your motorcycle driving better. Yeah, sure, exactly. <laughs> Catherine, Catherine, O'Hara, Catherine O'Hara was on uh, Bullseye not that long ago. I don't remember if this made it onto the radio, but there was just this point where she was talking about when she used to date Danny, a.k.a. Dan Mm -hmm. Aykroyd, and she just offhandedly mentioned 
that he drove an amphibious car. <laughs> and it's like, yep, there you go, Mr. Dan Aykroyd. Doing exactly what you'd expect Just him to do. driving around Canada in an amphibious <laughs> car. I, I, looking but, for ghosts. <laughs> sure. And aliens. <laughs> yeah, that's to be point. fair, <clears throat> and aliens. Whatever's paranormal. Sure. Maybe a mummy. <laughs> I wanted to uh, I wanted to maybe maybe ask you guys about when you guys feel like you're all the most creative. Like do you do you deny yourself anything when you feel like you have to be when you have a period where you need to be extra creative? Oh, I creative? think that's hugely productive. Absolutely. Yeah. I do uh, water, no water. <laughs> wow, you get totally <laughs> yeah. dehydrated. Yeah, you got to get it done. Um, well, th- those are two. Those are two separate questions for me. I mean, d- d- denying yourself something is like a great um, source of energy. Yeah, like fasting, mm-hmm. like Muhammad Ali not engaging in romance before a fight. Or Gandhi. Well, exactly. But there's two things here, right? One, Drinking we're talking about intoxicants. So, so, so Rob's saying if you, the denial, <laughs> like fight. fasting, gives sure. you all this energy. But you're actually talking about intoxicants that change the way that you think. And right. Some people might feel, especially with creativity, where there are many, many either myths or associations with it either helping or hurting your, yeah. your writing. You and know so, what? I mean, the morning. Spare us the psychopath. Okay, all right. Bullshit. But are you are you also <laughs> asking, Jordan? I'm trying yeah. to make a pineapple bong over here. <laughs> it is hard Don't to cut spend yourself. time with lay people. Yeah, it is very yeah. hard for me sometimes. Sure. Yeah, it's hard for us too. Right. To spend time. Are you uh, asking the moments, like you know, sort of in in, in the hot shower? moment where the, where the idea is where you're like there's my dick don't, <laughs> don't do it should write a, a sketch about that <laughs> should write a sketch about a dude with a huge dick <laughs> that baby's gorgeous yeah. yeah yeah we're a super sober troupe we always were yeah and it's so funny because with comedy right people assume there's this association between partying and being funny because sure. you laugh a lot when you're partying mm-hmm. the people come up and say is it it must be great. You must get all fucked up. And what are you guys on? What are you on? <laughs> no. <clears throat> I find swimming, swimming in the pool is... Kind of therapeutic. Yeah. You get a lot of ideas come. I find ocean swimming really therapeutic. Really? Yeah. I once got attacked by... You know what? I'm not thinking of me. I'm thinking of <laughs> That's John right. Richmouth. That's yeah. right. I got confused between me and John Richmouth. I feel like I'm never creative in any capacity. Sure. I feel like I've abandoned creativity completely. Like the closest I can get is an unusual solution to a business problem. I've just <laughs> abandoned. <laughs> I here's shaved here's ice, what, shaved ice, shaved <laughs> ice. Here's what creativity means to me now. I bought a hole saw, which is like a saw that's round, like the top of a spice bottle, that attaches to the end of your drill to cut a hole in something, and uh, the shank was the wrong size. Mm. So I said, fuck it, and I did it with a one-inch bit. Nice. And then wow. you would say, and then I said, fuck it, and then I learned wow. watercolors. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's the purest. I have never I have never been capable of creativity in any... Oh, in, that's nonsense. In any kind of, <laughs> like, um, in any kind of situation... Where there aren't already just a thousand rules. If there aren't a thousand rules, I am totally fucked because I will think about everything that's wrong with everything that I'm doing and not do anything unless I'm trying to – and if I try and solve a problem, I will just fucking obsess over it until it's done. Oh, rules are great. I mean restrictions, it, it fits with 
you know, den- sure. denying yourself. Yeah, stuff yeah. It, it, I mean, I like that kind of like assignment writing. It's like, oh, I have to think of a commercial parody. I can't not think of one. So yeah, that's very nice. Or or write something without using the letter E or whatever. <laughs> I, that right. guy wrote a novel. Like or that. finish it by uh, finish it by ten p.m. or your family dies, <laughs> which is a fun one. That's how Jack Handy wrote Super Happy Fun Ball. <laughs> okay. Now when you lapsed, he after... finished it at ten twenty-five though. That's the problem. Oh. So it was a great sketch, uh, but it turned out to but be tragic. But you can like you can Handy. see those extra twenty-five minutes in yeah. the right. sketch. Well, he you didn't know? want to do it's it wrong. He yeah. didn't want to pit- take something to the pitch table that wasn't ready. Sure. I think it was. Phil Silvers or, or, or it was Ernie Kovacs in Philadelphia who said that no no great comedy ideas ever happened outside a half an hour before the pitch meeting. Hmm. <laughs> and he was wrong. He was wrong. Yeah. And now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Serves him right. Now after day six, Coming was it those. was it just you, you just continued to decline? Yeah. Well, I mean, then I just like <laughs> I just I put like more restrictions on myself. Like right. I would. Like I would watch <laughs> pornography, <laughs> but if they looked like they were about to yeah. to uh, divert from the missionary position, oh. I would just click you'd, it off. You'd no. pour yourself a drink. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would pour myself a drink. <laughs> yeah, I would do a shot. Yeah. What are you doing? What are uh, you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. Woman on top, who am I, Caligula? Jeez. <laughs> Gandhi used to sleep with ladies in his bed and uh, restrain himself, right? Really? Or, yeah. that, I don't know if that's apocryphal. Hmm. He definitely drank his own pee-pee. Did he? You know, that wow. guy was up to all kind of shit. He mm-hmm. saved an entire yeah. nation. He had to build up a lot of eccentricities Absolutely. to get to the personal power yeah. that's required to save one of the most populous nations in the world from uh, colonialist tyranny. It, it was yeah. the was the ladies in bed thing. Was that just so he would he would like go to his work every day with like a frustration boner? <laughs> that would like lead him into in greatness his, in his rags. Yeah, you yeah. don't just jump to having the ladies in the bed. You've already stopped jacking off a long time before that. <laughs> right. it, so he's. This is like phase three. This is like yeah. a guy who's been using cocaine for a long time and then he tries heroin. Oh, okay. Like Ga- he's Gandhi? trying to kick it up to a new level. I didn't yeah. know Gandhi that was into cocaine. Oh, yeah. Was it? Big oh, time yeah. in the yeah. 70s. Oh, this is sure. He sure. was great, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> then he uh, went into the car wash business <laughs> from what I understand. <laughs> when he picked up the tenor, man, yeah. Yeah. he was a great <laughs> genius. Him and Einstein genius. would get together Jam. with yeah. a fucking mountain of blow. <laughs> yeah. Just uncut shit, too. Yeah. They'd smoke it. They'd shoot it. Yeah. And they they'd would just snort it. And, and they, they would just eyes. jam. Yeah. They would just yeah. jam. Yeah. He sure they said had. It's, what, it's the only thing that really let them see the problems of the world. Liquid coke. Blow in their I eyes. Worked at a, I worked at a diner once, and this guy had purple rings under his eyes, and I asked him about it. He said it was from liquid coke. Said, I'm Saturn. <laughs> I'm Saturn. <laughs> Gandhi definitely had that junky physique. I think he was the first one to <laughs> sure. make it really popular. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Well, it's him and Iggy Pop, right? When he yeah. did the Calvin Klein spot specifically. That's right. And the pants down and the yeah, little yeah. glasses. That was hot, though. It was. That was, was pretty hot. hot. Yeah. I have a frustration boner right now. <laughs> just thinking a, about Gandhi. A Gandhi boner? Yeah. <laughs> just thinking about legendary. I mean, I have an old my favorite. Activist. My, yeah, my favorite of history's pacifists mm-hmm. slash catalog models will mm-hmm. always be Anna Nicole Smith. Sure. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. the, in the guest ads. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the um, Armenian genocide. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Work. Her work against the Turks. <laughs> right, exactly. She really had it in for the Turks. Oh, boy. Hated Turks. Yeah. And a negative incident with a Turkish delight. <laughs> it was not delightful. No. Well, the they're not good. The furthest thing sided with the Armenians from there on out. 
<sighs> well, anyway, we had a great talk about creativity and where it comes from. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Go fans. It's Jesse. I'm breaking into this show to tell you that we have launched the greatest Kickstarter ever, and we did it after we recorded this show, so we didn't have the details to give you. But you can support us right this very second. It is very, very imminent. Here's what we want to do. We want to fly to Denver and fly our filmmaking buddy Ben Harrison to Denver with us where we will buy 1,000 ice cream cones for 1,000 strangers and give them out and make a little movie about the time that Jesse and Jordan from Jordan Jesse Go gave a thousand ice cream cones to a thousand people they didn't know. Um, I-, I want you to be part of this. It is going to be so great and so fun and the perfect thing to do with a summer weekend. Just go to kickstarter.com and search for 1,000 free ice cream cones. Um, spell it out, 1,000. Uh, it is so going to be so great, uh, but there are just days left as this episode comes out. So get on it. It's going to be so great. It's going to be so, so cool. Just go, like, just 10 bucks or something. Buy an ice cream cone for somebody. They'll love it. Kickstarter.com. 1,000 free ice cream cones, the movie. Okay, bye. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. James Richmouth, pie in the in the oven. Rob Bedeker. I'm dropping the dropping the moniker. I like guy in Did the you? sky. Okay, I like it a lot. Guy in the sky. Yeah. Guy, uh, all right, I'll stick with it. I like that James was gonna go pie in the sky, then realized that would preclude Rob from using his nickname mm-hmm. that was already established. Yeah, and he ended up having to go pie in the oven, which is not a saying. <laughs> I thought that Rob was going to improv again. Yeah, and right. I like felt the bad. First time he did several segments ago. That's right. Before he started repeating the thing. That he that's right. That was weird. And then yeah. I was saying Casper Hauser, and I felt lesser. Just sure. You well, were. I mean, my, I don't know. I don't know if your thing is totally, totally without uh, precedent. My mom always said a, uh, a pie in the oven is worth two in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like she really valued a trashed pie. <laughs> sure. I'll throw well, most of my pies in the trash yeah. right, without even tasting them. To age them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an oak barrel. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cave aged. The neighbors pie. Uh, sure. the ra- raccoons. Can we talk about. Coated in volcanic ash. <laughs> Can we talk briefly about boatparty.biz? Yes. Because time is running out to purchase mm-hmm. your tickets to boatparty.biz. I just had a high level meeting with my events director, Amanda. We're going to have to set a deadline on tickets for BoatParty.biz. You only got about two weeks left. That's the honest truth. You only got about two weeks left. Maybe three weeks if you're lucky. We haven't picked the exact date. But but the clock's ticking is The clock saying. is seriously ticking. Yeah. If you want to spend some time on a boat with Kurt Brownoller, Rhea Butcher, mm-hmm. Wyatt Snack, John Darneal of the Mountain Goats, Dan Deacon, Cameron Esposito, John Hodgman, Josie Long – uh, various other people whose names are uh, obscured on this list. Oh, here we go. Here's a new list. Mark Marin, Nellie <laughs> McKay, Eugene Merman, Jonah Ray, Jasper Red, John Roderick, Scott Simpson, Nick Thune. Just saw Scott Simpson. Every th- The point here is this is an amazing group of people. And if you don't get on this boat, you're blowing it big time. It's an affordable trip. It's the only themed cruise 
ever declared by Wild uh, by Wired magazine to be, and I quote, "Maybe fun." <laughs> Maybe fun. It's pretty good. That's great. Pretty good endorsement. They're Ahead not... of the Weezer Cruise, Weezer Cruise was probably not fun. Well, to be fair, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wired is is an electronics magazine, and that's great to have anything water related that they're. Yeah. Sure, because that's their natural enemy. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. That's really going out on a limb. Or it could you could look at it as their natural complement. I mean, this could be part of their plan to electrify the ocean. <laughs> that old duality. Electricity, water. Yeah, the classic mm, duality. Sure. I, what did the Romans have to say about this? <laughs> Conspicuously <laughs> silent. You need a Roman on this show. You, you need a Roman on this show. We do, too. We, should we get Roman Mars in here? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like a, like a Spartan, maybe? A, like a Spartan, Spartan would warrior? be sexier. Yeah. Those are muscles. Sure. The warrior culture. Mm-hmm. Spartans and the other ones were, they're 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 rivals. The Minotaurs. Minotaurs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Spartans and the Minotaurs. That classic. I mean, they were the they were the water and electricity of their day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is a great fun thing. Go to boatparty.biz. Buy your ticket now because you can't wait any longer. It's coming up in September. September twelfth through sixteenth is going to be a freaking blast. I'm. Mean, this is like the most excited I've ever been about a thing. That we've done, including Max Fun Cons. I think this is just going to be so cool, so awesome, just amazing shows. And, you know, in between, you can just chill out, play shuffleboard, eat shrimp. You know what I'm talking about? They seriously, on a cruise ship, they have a machine with a soft serve ice cream in it. You can go to that fucker whenever you want, have as much. And it shoots out shrimp. You can camp underneath it and just swirl mm. right in your mouth. Just swirl that shit so yeah. right in your mouth. So you can, en- you can engage in the kind of behavior that will get you fired from a Wendy's. Exactly. <laughs> 30 years ago, it was probably just like soft serve ice cream crews. Yes. You know, who needs programming? That right. would have been enough. But then everyone did that. Yeah. So we're kicking it up a notch. It's the, it's the only soft serve ice cream and this other stuff. The first cruise was they just watched that movie of a train coming at the screen on loop. <laughs> they ran away. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're on the water. We're not sinking cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boat, <laughs> boat party. Boat cruise. Boatparty.biz. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. James Richmouth, man in the plane. And Rob Bedeker, dude on the hood. <laughs> the huge. <of> the car. <laughs> dude on the hood. Is that, was that, is that a Pittsburgh accent? Yeah. Dude. The hood. Dude on the it's hood. A, it's a, it's a Canadian I... who'd moved down to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Get a huge. <laughs> He's just hanging out on the fries on my they're, sandwich. They're all moving down here. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Yeah. They're God, coming. It's gone nuts up they there. They are it's not coming. Safe. Neighborhood is destroyed. Yeah, yeah. what's the illegals? They know? can't hit anything up there. That's the good thing. There's not as many guns in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, right. so when they do shoot, they don't hit. In in, in America, yeah. yeah, he wouldn't have missed. Yeah, I swear to God, if somebody if somebody tries to hand me a Labatt's, yeah. <laughs> one more time. Give me, give me a classic American beer, a Corona, Dos sure. <laughs> um, let's take uh, let's take some calls. We ask that when something momentous happens to you, you call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun. 
206-984-4FUN for momentous occasions. We've got three momentous occasions this week. The first plays now. Hi, I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. My name is Kate Fox, and I'm a burlesque performer. And um, I just performed in a Weird Al burlesque-themed or Weird Al-themed burlesque show. And uh, imagine my surprise when I looked out into the audience before the show and saw Jordan sitting out there. It was pretty exciting. Um, I noticed he left after the second set was over, but hey, I totally get it. Anyway, I performed to Poker Face, and uh, my husband and I are huge fans of the show, so I was pretty excited about seeing Jordan there. Okay, I will talk to you guys later, or not. Bye. I was interested in that call until she said husband. (laughs) (laughs) Next call. No, I did see. She did great. She was that was a, it was that I I enjoyed Poca Face. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those where I'm like, if you if you see us in public, come say hi, I even know. if you're nude. Especially no. if you're nude. Especially if you're nude. What was the what was the show like? Uh, I saw I, I I recapped it on the last on the last episode, um, but I saw this was a Weird Al themed burlesque show where all the girls did uh, did dances to the hits of Weird Al and some deep cuts. To be fair. Uh, <laughs> This is the life was in there when you're talking about deep cuts. Sure. I'm talking about songs written for the movie Johnny Dangerously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a treat. It was very long. I had to leave after the uh, after the second well, set. She, she but, got it. She got it. Yeah, that. she understood. Yeah, but she uh, knows. She knows you've got shit to do. You had to go to the Hollywood Hills for a party. Sure, exactly. You're gonna go party with Don Draper. Yeah. It's and uh, uh, America's uh, favorite porn star James Dean with two E's. Yeah, we had plans to do blow. Sure. That guy's great. For a lot of people, doing a burlesque show would be the momentous occasion. But yeah, yeah. Hers well, I mean, was I think it's old. In, she in, was in very, she was very good. I think that like she's she, a pro. Yeah, I she this was this is old hat to her. I mean, not in that she looked bored up there. She looked old. <laughs> she looked old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, she did. She did. Uh, she uh, she was clearly clearly schooled. Clearly, uh, head. This wasn't a this wasn't a hobby situation. Well, well where yeah. would you say she was schooled? Cardozo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Guessing Cardozo. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein. Yeah, Albert Einstein and Gandhi yeah. personally tutored her. <laughs> she slept with Gandhi a few times. Uh-huh. Not sex, just a celibate sleep to challenge. That's Gandhi. a weird role. Protage. Yeah. Mother Teresa did that as well with Gandhi. Mm. They did that together. Yeah. That would no be years. easy for me. <laughs> I don't think that would help my creativity at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, sleeping with Mother Teresa, no offense. No, um, Gandhi, that's a different story. Sleeping that with Gandhi rope, would be a trip. Rope, It'd be hard. Like, and and yeah. I, I'd, what I'd worry about is falling asleep and, and, and the hands doing a little roving. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. sure. While, while you're having a beautiful dream. I don't know. You know? screwing yeah. a... A tiny Iggy Pop. You wake, you wake up with Gandhi uh, you know, elbowing you in the eye, and you're so sorry. You know, you, yeah. you didn't mean it. Come on. I think yeah. if you're having a dream where you're screwing a tiny Iggy Pop, you're just basically having a dream that you're David Bowie. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think he just keeps a few tiny Iggy Pops on hand? Yeah, totally. He's got him. Why wouldn't you? No. Yeah, you're David Bowie. You yeah. don't think he does? Let's, Absolutely. You think what we're saying is crazy? Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, take our yeah. next It's call. a little silly. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, go. Bryce here from Chicago calling us a momentous occasion. Uh, tonight, uh, we went out in the town here in Chicago to do our own Mythbusters investigative work, and it turns out 
the Asian massage parlor myth confirmed. And this was uh, definitely one episode of Mythbusters with a truly happy ending. Immortal power. Plug it in. This no is the worst call we've guys. ever gotten. What? This is horrible. <laughs> what? Jordan, what? Jesse, is this guy just again? called us after a to massage revel, parlor hand to job? To revel in wow. his combination of racism and, <laughs> and being a John? Oh, God. Wait. <laughs> I was thrown because, like, I'm like, is this the... Is this the new kickball team? Is this the new oh, pub yeah. trivia? Just yeah. you and your buddies. Yeah. You got some beards. Uh, you you head out onto the town. Uh, you head out into I don't know where you're from. You're Brooklyn. You're Oakland. You and find you, some sex and you find, slaves. Well, I was gonna say you find some myths to bust before Uh-oh. the sex oh, came okay. into it. Uh-huh. I'm like, are these guys just doing like, oh, let's drink pop rocks and then uh, coke? Uh, but yeah, then it uh, then it went to hand jobbery. This is literally. Guy, I'm sure you're a good man, <laughs> but you're on the wrong path. Uh, You've made some bad choices. I kind Between... of like his tone was amazing. He's like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> well, it's carte blanche, right? It's like we did some myth busting. Yeah. Uh, we went down to see if you can actually buy crack cocaine. <laughs> we uh, did a little We did a little investigation. And Apparently it... uh, beating a man will send you to jail. Myth. <laughs> Bodies are pervious to yeah. bullets. But I do want to give him some advice. Apparently sure. there's yeah. a lot of prostitution in um, the uh, chiropractic uh, uh, sure. clinics in, in Southern oh, California, too. Oh, so, I didn't know that. And it is, it's, it's not a myth either. Yeah. <laughs> it is so fucking great. Do not yeah. get the – well, it depends on what you want. <laughs> you do like the special adjustment. I do like the special adjustment. <laughs> sure. Was I get a little acupuncture. You know right away a, that you say you're not shank it with a couple needles. <laughs> you're not the chiropractor. <laughs> was that a cry for help? Possibly. I it must have been a cry for help. This guy was so stoked, yeah. and he didn't sound drunk or anything. He yeah. just sounded excited to have done a horrible thing. It seems like it seems like he. Like his tone was that of someone who had just caught a foul ball. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, did, yeah. did it. <laughs> just caught a fish. You know? Got a fish, sure. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or oh uh, caught a God. nice grouper. Did he do it with a buddies? Grouper. It sounded like he was in a group. Oh, <laughs> was speaking think... of grouper. <laughs> what happened? Oh, yeah, what it happened? sounded everyone? like a, a group of buddies. <laughs> so, did you guys all, you guys all get the hand job, well, hand job, have... hand job? I we did it. I think that you have to. You have to be with a group of buddies to normalize doing something that lousy, right? <laughs> like everybody has to be talking each other into it so that at any moment when a normal human being would say, hey, this is a terrible thing to do, <laughs> then the buddies are like, "Woo, we're myth busting. <laughs> we're out here we're busting myth. myths. <laughs> we're the, doing something for science. The question is who could walk out behind that curtain and give you a hand job? And not have it be an ethical problem. Daniel Day-Lewis. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he makes you a fine pair of shoes. Sure, sure. <laughs> Myth busting. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. It's true. He does do it. Well, let's take another call. i got to get the bad taste of that call out of my mouth. By the way, Jordan, that was me calling Jeffy, in. Guest. Uh, on this occasion... I was just working on my boat motor, and I saw a gigantic spider dangling down from the 
garage door in front of me. So I was watching it when a giant hornet came in and attacked it out of midair, stung it, and then proceeded to bite, to have a fight with it to the death, and the hornet won, and then bit off all the spider's legs, cracked open its abdomen, and ate the goo inside. Now that is immortal power. Look at him. Fucking ill. Yeah. Are these things so yeah. big to where he can see all that going on? He had to be pretty close, right? Yeah. He's got yeah. a jeweler's loop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like, yeah, it seems like this is maybe what you imagine is going on. Yeah. He but... busted the myth. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this call. They didn't have hand jobs or naked ladies in it. Well, that is draw. I mean, that is pretty spectacular. It is well, also no, it because is it, it, you know, he feels like the spider kind of protected him. I mean, the the, the wasp kind sure. of. It was a hornet. It was like a totem hornet. <laughs> yeah, it's a familiar. Yeah, exactly. Because he sees. Because to me, it sounded like the the spider was coming down to yeah. bite him while he's working on his boat motor, mm. <laughs> and then out of the blue, like the the hornet sensed that. Yeah, and then just took it. I, mean, I think he some should. Of, he should to test the hornet's loyalty. He should put himself in another dangerous situation yeah. to if it, see if, if the hornet swoops in. If it happens again, I think it's a done. I think you yeah. then like know. maybe go to a timeshare presentation. Yeah. And if the hornet it's, swoops in and stings the guy, I think if it sat on his shoulder too, that would be another sure kind yeah. of tip. Yeah, that maybe that's egregious though because after you've already killed the spider, and then you're it's like kicking. You know, it's right. that's uh, it's too much kicking a spider when it's. Can I can I say? Uh, can I say a sex-related momentous occasion that involved no sadness or co- coercion? Well, a little bit of sadness, but it has a triumphant ending. Sure. So uh, a listener emailed me. I don't know if, if this person is a is a Jordan Jesse Go listener, but I got this email that said uh, Max Fun Con life changing in the subject line, and. The email said, you know, hey, you know, make I'm... dick bigger, FR333. <laughs> the email said, I've always been, you know, not a super social guy, and I was a little nervous about going to Max FunCon. Are you sure it wasn't just, I've never been a super soaker guy? <laughs> <laughs> I've always been. P- preferred a more traditional pump, water pistol. Pump blaster. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I, he said, you know, I've never been a super social guy, and I was a little nervous about going to Max FunCon, and especially by myself, but I got a ticket, and I went. And anyway, long story short, and he says, I don't know if you really want to know this, but I- I'm going to tell you because it was pretty important. I went to the party, and I had a really good time at the Saturday night party, and I ended up talking to this girl, and she was a really cool girl, and we went back to her cabin, and we had sex. Anyway... I lost my virginity at Max FunCon. Jesse, wow. don't wow. read my letter on the air. <laughs> and I sent him back an email. I didn't want to know that. However, it remains the greatest email I've ever gotten in my mm-hmm. entire life. I am so excited about it. I just I don't I don't like people disobeying the no sex rule. Right. I, I feel like that. they went they went behind our backs. Right. Yeah. We were I mean we're very and they didn't reach up front. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, they did. They did because they're breaking the no sex rule. Yeah, the, you know the, the the semantics of this joke that I made. It's not a great joke to begin with, but the the, the that letter is a Casey Kasem <sighs> moment. You know, mm-hmm. for the just a beautiful late night dedication podcast situation. That's right. Just yeah. I'm so happy about this. And you know, I don't think there's that many virgins at Max FunCon. I mean, there's occasions. There's usually a few kids. You know, there's a few teens. Yeah. 
And I don't think teams there aren't any anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think in year one there were. Yeah. Um, but I, it's just, just, I'm just so happy about it. I just couldn't be like, you know, we get one of the nice things about doing a public thing mm-hmm. and sharing your contact information. Obviously, there's downsides. <clears throat> sure. But the, one of the nice things is people send you an email about how your stupid thing got them through a tough time yeah. in their life, you know. And that's always wonderful. This may be the best one of those I've ever gotten. Um, do you think people are going to start demanding like a dick wet guarantee? Oh. Max Funcon, or Do you think it's going to turn into we both read or a, or a pussy wet guarantee? We both read Nathan Rabin's book about uh, juggalos and fish fans, mm-hmm. and we know about what goes on at uh, the gathering of the juggalos, where dudes literally walk around with cardboard homemade signs that say "I'm a virgin, please fuck me." <laughs> wow, just put it on the table. I don't know. Well, I mean, that. like, I think just given the Max Fun aesthetic, like these might be like crocheted pillows. He's going to say that. Felt. Felt yeah, lots some felt characters. <laughs> sure, uh, <laughs> sure. Maybe like eight bit art. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, there'll be a version of that. I think something, something in uh, something in that new highway font. <laughs> sure, for clarity and readability. Mm-hmm. You know about that new. They got Super a new font. Clear, I want to say it's called. They got a new font. They got a new font. They're rolling it out right now. All right. Yeah, because the old one. It's a long story, but the old one's based on hand painted lettering, and the new one's a lot more legible. Oh, that'll be nice. It'll. Yeah. Be, it's going to be really nice. God, really this fine. is interesting. <laughs> Jordan, sorry, I was just so interested. Don't yeah. freak that out. I had to yell. Yeah. Put down that donut, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to share a momentous occasion with us, give us a call at two zero six nine eight four four fun two zero six nine eight four four fun or email us at jjgo at maximumfun dot org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. James Richmouth, man in the stunning dress. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Bedeker, man on the chair. Shit. It's true. It's true. It's true, but that's literal truth. But you know what? It's also a kind of deeper philosophical truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're so lazy. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Did you guys see Man in the Chair on a Wire? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Little dull. Yeah. Yeah. Little dull. scary, though, to be up there doing that. Sure. (laughs) Um, Rolling them wheels. (laughs) Okay. Guys out there, look. There's only a few special things. Casper Hauser are one of the special things. Run, don't walk to get their book. Earn your MBA on the toilet. <laughs> it is the the name makes it sound like a slightly different thing than it actually is. It's is so strange and so hilarious. And uh, as with all of Casper Hauser's books, it's just one of the best things. And I really hope that you will go out and and buy it right now because you should just make that a priority in your life. It's not expensive. We look twelve bucks on Amazon. It's hundred. It's a hundred on Amazon. Right. So this. I mean, you can afford that. That's the, te- the test yeah. pressing, though, right? That's right. Yeah. That's okay. just a month of specialty coffee. That's right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's a month of Starbucks. You got your hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You get the test pressing of earn your MBA on the toilet. What if you want the colored vinyl? If you want the colored vinyl, you're going to have to give up a lot more than just your Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to give up your Child. your donut, which is going to be tough for you, Jordan. It is. Because you are pumped right now. Yeah. <laughs> you are pumped. Yeah, you're not you're getting this donut when you pry it from my cold, dead hands. Um, and, uh, yeah, I want to I wanna emphasize, 
We got this video contest going on right yeah. now. Do whatever the fuck you want. Pull a clip. You know what I mean? Put it on the put it on the YouTube's. Tag it Jordan Jesse go. We're sending send out sending out shit. Yeah. It just so happens that this weekend I am in San Francisco, so we're recording this ahead of time, so we can't actually look and see who's entered yet. But we will be our our producer Sunny D is going to be looking and buy some tickets to our London show. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, the all the information will be up on the website. But it'll be just before our Edinburgh show. And uh, go to maximumfun.org, buy some tickets. Is it after a couple days after our Edinburgh couple show? A couple days after? Yeah. A couple days after so. our Edinburgh show. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right, Jordan. You're right. It's going to be great. It's going to be a blast. We'll yeah, have if you're in guests. Europe, fucking get, get down to one of these things. You know get what? Get down to one of Realistically, these things. Realistically, how far is it from Barcelona, yeah. as you assholes call it, <laughs> to London, England? Yeah, get down there. Just get on a Ryan jet, pay your 50 bucks to take a pee, you know? To get to sit in a chair, whatever it is, you know, it's a. I don't care if you live in Mallorca, you live in a tropical paradise right now. You're out dance clubbing and drinking chocolate drinks. <laughs> get, sure. get on a fucking Whoa. ferry. Yeah, go to up the Thames to London, England. If you're in the Alps, get on one of those hangers, or hanging the, hanging trolleys, or one of those giant dogs. Yeah, get a, get inside a St. Bernard's barrel yeah. and come on down to the show. Make this a priority. Yeah. If you're if you're an Italian speaking Swiss, you know what I mean? Get out of the Tyrols and get over to London, England. Yeah, do it. And hey, if you're that burlesque lady who called, can you introduce me to the woman who did fat and stabbed the bag of Cheetos with a knife? <laughs> Found it enjoyable and erotic. Both. It was surprising, and yep. I think about it often. <laughs> so happy, happy ending, guy. Turn your life around. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else we should yell at? Is there anybody else who needs yelling at? Go to you London. Guys, do you guys just want to do any general yelling at anyone? Uh, it's fun to yell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, JJGo at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go for your company... Email yeah. Teresa at MaximumFun.org or whatever else of our shows. Get on public radio. Hey, Do by it. the way, Bullseye is on KPCC in Los Angeles Saturdays at 3. So if you live in the Southern California area, get on that. That's big news for us. Um, and uh, we love you very much. James, Rob, thanks for uh, flying down to do this. It's a pleasure to see you as always. Thank pleasure. Pleasure so to be much. here. Thank you. It was a little insincere, but I'll take it. <laughs> what? We'll talk to you next well, time on yeah. Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.